Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Trot, a weekly inspired entertainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality, to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Yo family, what is going on? Wagwan, it's Mario Evan, this is your boy, and welcome to Talk Trot! It's another Sunday, and you know I'm always happy to be with you. This episode almost happened last week because it was my first episode in 2021, but instead I decided to let my conversation with Patrice Dwyer, my friend, be the lead out podcast episode for 2021. And in that episode, we spoke about mind, body and spirit because I thought it was a good way to kick off the new year. But today's episode is me actually saying Happy New Year! Happy New Year 2021. <laughs> Happy New Year 2021 is the topic and I guess I'm happy to be here. It's tricky to say 2020 was such a very, very tumultuous but beautiful year in many ways. I had lots of ups, lots of downs. I mean, I'll be honest, as much as I love a new year for setting new goals and, and time-specific landmarks for all these wonderful things that, that I want to manifest, I also truly believe that time is a continuum and good and bad things will happen along the continuum. And for sure, with respect to the pandemic, we know it's not ending anytime soon. So we know that's going to be around at least. So we are still living in a pandemic and we have to live around a pandemic. So if you continue to look at a pandemic as the worst thing that could happen to you, then you might have a gloomy 2021. But at this point, we've pretty much been living with it for almost a year, for most of us, some longer. And, and we have to learn how to live around it. Um, let me just recap a little bit of 2020 for me, just to let you guys know what kind of year it was. And what I did was I broke down some of the awful things. Um, lots of people died. We lost a lot of people. Some of the people I knew personally included my old choir leader, who I used to call my second father, choir director. His name was Mr. John Baines. I lost him early in 2020 in January. And we had people like Jeff Ramsey, who was a friend and lecturer at Berkeley College of Music, Jamar Thelwell from UTEC, a friend of mine, Tara Keith, who was a classmate of mine living in Canada, Dr. Lenny Jackson, who was a colleague. I could go on and on. And as celebrities go, we had Kobe early in the year, in January, actually, the 26th of January. I remember the day very clearly. Chadwick Boseman and, and so many more. Um, some of the cool places I went included Appleton Estate Rum Tour. I did that in January. I went back to Winifred Beach, but it felt like the first time I was going. I went to a wonderful villa called Heaven Villa in Portland. And also another wonderful villa called Adair. Uh, in in, in where, which parish is Adair in? The same one that Ocean Coral Spring is in. I believe that's Trelawney. And um, I also went to Ocean Coral Spring. That's for another day. Um, some cool pivots that happened for me is I had to start booking appointments online for in-person appointments. And I also did a little bit of telemedicine online. 
I started vlogging more with my Life of Me vlog, which is on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MarioEvan. I started Song Association with me, where I did the Song Association game on Instagram Live and had an interactive audience commenting as I ran singers and other just random Jamaicans and other people through the ringer, um, trying to let them guess the song based on the word. 10 words, 10 songs, 10 seconds per word was tons of fun. I personally got interviewed a lot virtually uh, as a doctor, which was interesting. So the pandemic had people wanting to discuss the disease, COVID-19, the virus, and they wanted details. And I, as a medical profession, was called upon many times to speak to online virtual audiences. Uh, another fun thing that developed for me was I started to create more TikTok videos. So here I was laughing, dancing, and carrying on on TikTok, um, but also helping to brand build through TikTok, which was new for me, um, a platform that mainly the younger demographic uses, but is very powerful. And and I was glad to kind of get my foot wet in TikTok. I still have a lot more to learn in the TikTok space. Um, some of the bads I think I want to touch on um, would be that I I thought I found love. <laughs> but we'll probably talk a little bit more about that later because I'm sure a lot of you know nothing about this because I'm super private unless you are a true supporter and you listen to my podcast. So, um, yeah, I was open again to love. Let's phrase it that way. I was open again to love. And I had a situation that I was nurturing. And it was nice. And it was nice. And yes, I'm speaking in the past tense. So let's leave that one right there. Um, I had burnout in the early part of the year, which I've already spoken about in my first episode coming back into season three. Burnout break and realignment. So you can check out episode 41 to hear all about that. And what some of you may not have known is that I got COVID in early November. So luckily for me, it was mild. And that meant I had a fever just for the first day. I had fatigue, I had a little bit of headache, a little bit of sore throat. But most of what I had after that was congestion. Congestion, 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 congestion. I could still smell, I could still taste. But I had to stay home for 14 days. Which actually was quite nice. Because it was a 14, it was a period where I actually got to really introspect. I got to do a lot of work and I couldn't leave the house. So it was um, difficult, but also beautiful in many ways. Let's go to the cool things that I did. Um, I had a lot of performances in the early part of 2020 before I realized that March 14 would be the last public performance that I'd have. And that was the day of my really close friend's wedding where I was his best man, which I was honored to do. Second time being a best man and, and there was nothing more special than seeing him get married to someone he loves on that special day. So that was a, a big deal for me. And um, I started to meditate more, which was pretty awesome. And I had the best birthday ever because I went to Negril with, yeah, and it was wonderful. And um, I also forged business partnerships that... um have had helped me in the latter part of my year to kind of step up the game of my business and I'll continue to nurture that as well. So for me, a lot of wonderful things happened in 2020. 
But what I really want to ask you in this episode, which is going to be a short one, is what did you learn from the year? What did 2020 teach you? What, what, what did you come out of 2020 recognizing? And, and for me, I can definitely say that I came out of 2020 valuing life a lot more and valuing the friends and family and people around me who I truly care about. If ever I was present, it was in 2020. Fully present, phone down. And it was a refreshing feeling to really appreciate the essence of people in a new way because I can't hug them or I can't really touch them like I used to. So it meant that memories would mean a lot and it also meant that I would have to appreciate it, appreciate them in this new form. Masked. <laughs> Masked. Such a hard word to say. In mask and distant but present. I also learned that we're resilient and that we can survive a lot more than we think. And that even when we think that we're going to struggle and die, when we're struggling and dying, we never die, we stay alive. And um, it was a difficult year for me, losing 31% of my entertainment salary and then having to do more medicine as an entrepreneur where people were told to stay home and not come out. Uh, so it, it, it was tricky. It was definitely tricky. Uh, but I did like the intentional time that I spent with people. A lot of intentional time. Anyone who I was with was somebody I wanted to be with because we weren't supposed to be around groups of people. And I found the time spent with those people was very balanced and focused. And, and I really enjoyed that. Moving into 2021, I did set lots of goals, irrespective of the fact that I think that time is a continuum. And for me, I really came into the new year guns blazing because I like doing that. As much as people think it's not sustainable, I am personally very disciplined. And one of the things I decided to do was to not drink any alcohol for three months. <laughs> yes, and that started on the 4th of January. The reason it started on the 4th of January is because I went back to work on January 4. And my last drink was the Sunday before that. So on the 3rd of January, I had my last alcoholic drink for a three-month period. Why did I decide to do it? I decided to do it because of health and fitness, because alcohol has a lot of dead calories. My favorite drink is a rum and coke, a Appleton and coke, a Pepsi really actually, because Pepsi is better than coke. Just saying for Appleton and Pepsi at least. And I would consume a lot of soda calories in that as well. And I had gained a lot of weight in the Christmas from eating everything. I ate everything i ate the macaroni macaroni and cheese that actually made for the very first time minyam it it minyam it minyam it minyam it minyam the ham minyam everything minyam 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 begin weight 178 pounds which may not sound like a lot to you but the most i've ever weighed in my entire life uh there was a point in my life where i hovered at 160 then i was hovering at 165 and then as you get older your hover point moves then i'm hovering at 170 and I'm like, okay, cool, 170 will be. And then all of a sudden, December 2020, I'm 178. So me coming out of the new year and say, something's got to go. So alcohol is the first thing I decided to let go. But I also let go of alcohol because alcohol is my vice. 
I'm not an alcoholic, but I do sometimes lean to a nice drink after a long day, a long rough day when you say, boy, I need a drink. But I know that you don't need that drink. And I remember listening to a podcast episode with Brooke Castillo, who is like a psychologist, and she pretty much spoke about all the things that we crutch on. And we crutch on them because we feel like we need them to survive. We feel like we need them to 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 help us when we don't. We really are using them to escape from something else. And alcohol is great escapism, just like people who smoke marijuana. I mean, there are medical benefits to it. I won't deny that as a doctor that some people have bad menstrual cramps. Some people have really heightened anxiety. And the, the low or the pain relief that marijuana brings to them is really crucial to them feeling normal. I won't deny that. But I also feel a lot of people use it as an escape from their reality. Uh, a way to kind of step away from what's normal in their lives that they can't handle in this moment or choose not to handle or choose not to be disciplined enough to step away from. And for me, alcohol was that thing and I decided no more. We move on. I also set very clear financial goals, which I had never done as well as I should have before. I had some numbers in my head that I needed to hit and I worked backwards to see how I could hit them. And I am in the process of trying to see if I can more effectively reach those gross income goals in order to save more and just be more comfortable and be more financially stable because I'm not where I'd like to be. But I give thanks for where I am. I've never done a vision board, but it's also on my list. I have written down the things I want on my vision board and I'm going to share some of them with you. I've always wanted a Grammy. And that's in the world of music. I don't think anything is bigger than having your fraternity recognize you for the work that you've done. Many people don't know that you have to apply to the Grammy Academy. Um, forgot the direct the name of it. But anyway, the foundation that issues the, the Grammys, you have to apply to the Recording Academy in order to get a Grammy. And there are criteria for what your album should fulfill. Granted, I don't think this criteria applies to every single person in the world because if you're like a big artist like Coffee and if you even had one single that took the world by storm, you can win a Grammy off of a single. But for normal people, you need to like have maybe over 12 tracks and they need to not be like interludes. So they need to be a certain length in duration and their specific criteria that you need to fulfill on your album, which you pay to become a member of and submit within certain time frames to then be voted upon by members to then be shortlisted within whichever category you are in. Uh, and that's the process. I want a Grammy, whether it's as an artist, a songwriter, a producer, or otherwise. I want a family. I've always thought that it would be great to be a father. I think that I'd be an awesome dad and I want two kids. And if it doesn't happen, I'm fine as well because that's life. And I don't think we need to fixate on what we don't have, but it's good to have a desire. I want to make another album this year. If not, I want to release some singles. Tired of talking about the fact that I'm going to do it and it hasn't happened yet. So we're going to try and be intentional about that. Other cool things I did last year, copyrighted my album in the US, which you would have imagined should have happened a long time ago, but it didn't. And the truth is that time gets away from us and and sometimes other things take over. 
I edited the footage for my album launch just just early January here and released it on Friday. And there was nothing more pleasurable than throwing it into the universe. Five, almost six years later, my album launch is now tangible and available for people to watch on my YouTube channel. That's a huge deal for me because I know that if ever anything happens to me that this this body of work is in the universe. And that, that means more to me than you ever know. Watching it made me emotional to see myself so aligned with what I love to do. And also the hard work that was put in by myself and the team and how I fought for this album like it was my own child because it was my musical baby and I gave it life and I fought for it. <laughs> I fought, I fought, I fought. I got sponsors. I put on a show. I rehearsed. I submitted to music libraries. I did everything within my capacity to make that album do as well as it could given the resources I had except for edit the video but anyway five years later the video is edited and on youtube so go check it out it's pretty good ah uh, uh so pretty much i want you to ask yourself what are your intentions for the new year as usual and i want you to go into 2021 not worried about what you can't do but focusing more on what you can do and how you can pivot or enter the space of the world fresh to death and doing something super dope. In terms of my personal mindset, I wanted to speak a little bit about how you position your mind as you mature and how you evolve. And for me, I have become such a calmer person, especially with the practice of meditation. But I am proud of myself for somewhat mastering, not allowing things to bother me as much as they used to. I'm a sensitive Libra. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my sh So between being a musician, being a creative, being a Mario, being a Libra, I've been sensitive and defensive a large part of my life. And as I've gotten older, it's decreased and decreased and decreased and decreased and decreased. And I mean, it never ever really goes away. If that's kind of what's in your personality. That's how it is. And when I say sensitive, it's not that I'm touchy about everything. I'm also sensitive to the universe. I'm an empath as well. So I tend to retract a lot when I can't handle the all the energies I have to deal with. I go to work and I see patients all day and I'm not just sitting down giving a drab conversation. I'm breaking the ice, I'm laughing, I'm smiling. It's like customer service book for me and, and it's important that I deliver at this standard. Can you imagine seeing 10 to 15 to 20 people pushing out that kind of output all day and people who do customer service jobs and really love doing them can understand this because that's kind of what you do all day but when we reach my yard when i want to talk to nobody when i want facetime you know whatsapp video chat you i don't want to see nobody i don't want anybody call me upon my phone i just want to sit down on my couch and play plants versus zombies on my phone or watch netflix you know in a nutshell but but I really am honored, I'm proud of myself for really becoming that guy who is unaffected. I'm really not easily unraveled anymore. <laughs> I'm unfazed. And I think it may be the stage of life I'm in, but I am really unfazed. Like I, I still sit in spaces where people will pick at me or they say something and I respond and they're like, I'm not, I'm, I'm just joking, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Like, they're quick to tell me that they're joking and I'm I'm kind of like, I'm okay. 
I'm fine. I, I really don't care. I really do not care. Like I'm in that place where pick all you want. I know myself. I know myself well. I know where I stand. And anything that you can say to me right now, unless it's truly, truly very offensive. If it's not very offensive, I'm sure I won't lose any sleep over it. That's where I'm at. And I'm glad I'm here. Finally. Because trust me, it's a great place to be. Um, Alright, so apart from having self-control and not being easily um, ruffled, I would say my mindset for this year and the word I've chosen to meditate on for 2021 is limitless. And I like to use without boundary as a definition because I have limited myself by thinking small. You know, there are moments where I could think bigger and I am not thinking big enough. You know, you're just doing enough. I do a lot, but sometimes the a lot is still within the enough. And I need to see Mario as bigger in all spheres, as a MC, as a singer, as a as a doctor and and I, I know when I created my first album I was there I wasn't thinking Jamaica when I created that album I was thinking the world I was coming from my music school in Boston I was coming from Berkeley and I I was exposed and I was thinking the world I wasn't thinking Jamaica but I feel like in coming back and you sometimes you get kind of come back into a small a small thought process and I don't want to think small I don't want to act small I want to ask people for help I want to ask people to help me to do it big and I'm throwing this out into the podcast as my way as of also being accountable to myself because when I throw it out into the universe somebody's going to ask me about it and then I'm going to have the answer then it will remind me am I asking for more or did I just say it and not do it with that said for health and fitness I'm going to lose maybe 10 pounds and I am going to do it healthily and in a very focused way. Mindset, really important. Set your mind right. Uh, right now I have a very wonderful morning routine where I turn off. My notifications are always off anyway now. So that's a new, new normal for me. I wake up. I don't check my phone. I read one of my new books that I have discovered. And it's called The Book of Awakening. Having the life you want by being present to the life you have. And that's by Mark Nepo or Nepo. I am going to put an affiliate link to this book in the notes, in the show notes. And also an old book I had that is a daily as well. So they both have daily meditations. And this is Ian Lavanzan's book, Acts of Faith, Daily Meditations for People of Color. Um, it's one of those books that's just timeless. And it's good to have. I'm going to put a link to that, an affiliate link in the in the show notes as well so these are two books that i try to wake up and read along with the bible sometimes i'll read some scriptures and after i've read that as i'll wake up and read that in the morning i will look at my gratitude app which does these multi-positive quotes then i get ready to walk and i get out of the house and i walk uh just because i'm not currently at the gym so exercise is next and then when i get back home I still stay in silence and I eat breakfast and I think about my day and I ask Alexa to motivate me and I get ready and I get dressed and I go to work and then when I'm on the walk I'm listening to Joel Osteen because I like Joel Osteen as much as some people don't but his message is short and clear and I find that what he says gives me energy 
that when I'm driving to work, I'm probably listening to Stephen Bartlett because he's one of my favorite people is in terms of a podcaster and entrepreneur. I see a lot of myself in him and I like listening to him speak because he he's me. <laughs> Stephen Bartlett is me. I am Stephen Bartlett and Stephen Bartlett is me and everything he says I can relate to. So he's highly relatable for me. So I really love to hear his interviews and just how relatable he is and how frank he is. And then by the time I get to the office now, maybe I'll check my messages somewhere after the war, after breakfast, somewhere. I'll look at my phone and see what I need to respond to. Then I work. And then work now is so hectic. When I get in, I come out, I finish work. I am tired and then I check my phone and I come home. It's a basic and simple life, but I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, in terms of love mindset, I'm trying to remain open. Again, I'm not ready yet to take on anything new but um i'm not as close as i was before so we'll see how that goes <sighs> on that note i'm not gonna stay here long i just want to wish you guys a happy 2021 i want you to remain focused create an amazing mindset look back at 2020 and despite all the negatives and deaths and and heaviness that we had in the year let's pull some positive from it what did you learn from it what did the silence teach you what has the distance taught you about your relationships with family and friends are the people that you need to reach out to people that you need to just check on people who you haven't spoken to in a while are they alive are they around do you think that they will be happy if you reached out to them will it hurt you to be the bigger person and break the silence go for it cannot hurt Set some intentions for life, not just short-term ones, but long-term ones. Look into yourself and decide what do you want. Because life is short as well, do things that you love. Live passionately. Money will come after. And if you're wonderful and smart, plan it so that you're doing something passionately that will make you lots of money. Right? Do that. Because at the end of the day, when you're dead, you're dead left money. I got either go to no picnic or nobody. So the money is not the key. It's the comfort, but it's not the key. Find the key, open a door, make some money doing something that you really like. And on that note, I'll be watching you for the new year. And I know you'll be watching me. I am going to disappear right now. I appreciate the support I get from you guys from week to week. If today felt like a giant ramble, it wasn't. But yes, I did get into my things. <laughs> I'm not deleting, editing, or changing anything in this episode. I, it was time for a solo podcast and I really wanted to tell you guys Happy New Year. So have a wonderful new year and, and do great things and don't be afraid. Be limitless. Go for anything that you dream of. And until next time, you know my name is Mario Evan and this is Talk Truth. Don't forget to share this with every single person that you know in your entire life. Because as much as I like to come here, I always hope somebody's out there who's listening and appreciating this. Follow us at social on social media. Our website is talktruthja. That's spelled correctly. T-A-L-K-T-R-U-T-H-J-A dot com. In the show notes, there's a questionnaire for people who would like to be a guest. Never forget that you could be a guest on Talk Truth. Anybody can be a guest on Talk Truth. Once you have a story, once you have a truth, fill out that questionnaire. Shoot me an email at talktruth ja at gmail.com let me know that you filled out the questionnaire and that you want to be a part of the show and maybe you'll be here one day we always want guests 
all other social media, the spelling has changed to a trendy new spelling, which is T-L-K-T-R-T-H, where the vowels gone. Talk truth with no vowels. Uh, look out for merch. It's no joke. I am going to be creating merch with the new logo, and it's going to be dope. You're going to want a talk truth shirt, a sweater shirt, a cap, one pen, a mug, yo, dog a ton up. Buy some ish when it comes out. So thank you for listening to Talk Truth, a place where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Until next time. Later.